One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. You can wish for it or you can work for it. You got to work for greatness. If you ain't working, you should be working. Welcome to Confessions of a Workaholic, where we share the untold success secrets of fearless female entrepreneurs who are obsessed with success. This is your girl, Coriel. So excited to be back for another soul-snatching solo episode. And if you happen to enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe, leave your girl a five-star review, and be sure to check the show notes for important details and links. This week's episode is brought to you by The Mommy Gallery. The Mommy Gallery is a business suit line where 30% of the proceeds are put into a grant and donated to the Mommypreneur Foundation, which helps moms start businesses. To shop the collection and support the movement, be sure to follow them on Instagram at The Mommy Galleria and visit them online at TheMommyGalleria.com. Dot com. Shout out to my girl, Sierra Payne, who is always looking for ways to support the community um, and looking for ways to build and grow her business in an effort to help moms around the world. Be sure to follow them at The Mommy Gallery and visit them at TheMommyGalleria.com. Make sure you let them know that your girl Co sent you. Before we get into this week's show, got to give you all a couple of work praise slate updates because if you enjoy Confessions of a Workaholic, you are absolutely positively going to get your entire 
Life at Work Parade Slate Weekend, which is going down right here in ATL, October 31st through November 3rd. Work Parade Slate is for fun-filled days for women who are ready to win. And there are literally three vendor tables left if you are interested in bringing your brand to work. We have less than 20 VIP passes and about 10 platinum passes. So depending on how you're trying to get in where you fit in, definitely want to encourage you to register sooner rather than later. If you are interested in partnership opportunities or becoming a gifting suite sponsor, please check the show notes for our email to send an inquiry. If you happen to be taking yourself down to New Orleans for Essence Fest, I want to connect with you. I'm putting together a meetup for all of my workaholics who will be in the city. So again, check the show notes um, for a link to where you can send a quick RSVP and let me know that you are going to be in the city. All right, so y'all, I gotta start with a little get your mind right moment. And this is a note to self, okay? I tell y'all every week, these solo episodes are literally coming from my own personal lessons learned. I'm not perfect, and I want to be able to use my platform to teach, you know, the things that I've learned myself. Sometimes that means I've lost some money. Sometimes that means I've wasted some time. But all of the time, it means I've learned a lesson. And I really, truly believe each one teach one. So I love being able to share my, le my lessons. So this week's Get Your Mind Right moment. You got to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. And unfortunately, y'all, your girl wasn't ready this time. So a couple weeks ago, I'm literally on my way to get my hair done on the highway, like um, rocking out to this music, realize I have a call scheduled, hop on the call with someone who was working with me. And literally within, you know how you can just hear the tone in somebody's voice and you like, no, something's not right. So I heard that tone and needless to say, it was a real quick conversation. The person was no longer working with me, right? Out of the blue, didn't see it coming, was totally um, thrown for a loop, and my emotions was all over the place because I was sad, I was confused, the sadness turned to madness, and I was just like, what the hell, right? And in the midst of my what the hellness, I realized all of the things that we were working on together. I realized all of the open tasks that were going to, you know, need to be completed. I realized all of the pieces that I was going to need to pick up and I couldn't waste time feeling sorry for myself. I had to spend time focusing on a solution. And in that moment, before I could even figure out the solution, I had to get real with myself. I had to realize that I had not stayed ready because obviously I was not ready. When I was met with this obstacle, when I was, you know, when my plans were thrown for a loop, I was not prepared. My systems were not in place. I realized I was too dependent on this person because there were just too many tasks that now, you know, were, were undone. And I also realized in this moment, or in the several moments and days of frustration afterwards, that I had been getting too comfortable, that I was becoming too complacent with the results that I'd be getting, with the, with the revenue that I was making. Like I was just getting too comfortable with the same old way of doing things. Because for the last year um, and some change, 
I had literally been doing business as usual. I had been, you know, going at the steady place, pace. I hadn't really been switching things up. And I was just getting too comfortable. And one thing about me and the relationship that I have with God, the God that I serve, he don't want me to struggle, but he also doesn't let me get too comfortable. He also often makes me check myself. He often makes me, you know, uh, pivot or question the, the comfort that I'm experiencing. And so one thing that I feel like a lot of people on the outside, you know, like on the Instagram side of things, when they look at people who they think are successful or they look at people who they think are like living the life, they think that just because they are quote unquote living a life or successful, whatever that means to you, that life is easy. They think that just because you are pursuing your purpose, um, that that means that it's always going to be fun, that you're always going to be doing something that you want to do, that things are always going to go your way. And this is just another realization that even though you are on the path, that doesn't mean that things are going to be perfect, right? But even though obstacles creep up, that also doesn't mean that that obstacle is not really an opportunity. It's not really an opportunity to grow. It's not really, an op it's, a, it's really an opportunity to learn. It's really an opportunity to evolve. It's really an opportunity to figure out a better way to do the things that you've been doing, right? And so I didn't have a choice in this. If God would have kept allowing me to choose, I would have been going on for, you know, the next five years, business as usual, going with the flow. I didn't have any um, idea. I didn't have any thought in my mind that I wanted to switch things up. I was cool with the way things were going. But cool is not good enough when God really has something, a, a purpose, a calling. Cool is not, is not good enough when there's a calling on your life. So when you really start coasting, when you really start feeling like things are cool, I believe that that is when God throws a, a, a wrench in your plan. That is when God says, nope, it's not, no smooth sailing. There is no elevator to success. You got to take the stairs. That thing is really real. Even when you feel like you got it on, on autopilot, even when you feel like it's on cruise control, that is when, for me at least, God makes me say, okay, wait a minute. What's your real purpose? Because if you're not pushing yourself you're not really living out your purpose. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be stressing yourself out. But if you are really being called to do something, you can never get complacent. And so I believe, although, you know, I was thrown for a loop, although this came out of nowhere, although I really wanted to spend a lot of time, and I did spend some time, if I can just be honest, trying to figure out what the hell, like, what is going on here? Why? Why, God? I did ask why a few times. But after I got myself together, I realized that nothing happens by chance. Everything happens for a reason. And there's obviously something that I'm supposed to get from this. There's some lesson I'm supposed to get. There's someone I'm supposed to be connected to. There's something I'm supposed to be doing differently. And it's up to me to figure that out. Instead of focusing on why me, on why this is happening, on how terrible a time this is for me to have to hire somebody else instead of me focusing on those things for too long because human nature you're gonna you know run down a list of all the reasons why this is terrible but after you pick yourself up after you dust yourself off after you realize you cannot waste energy and time trying to figure out why me because you got to get focused on the solution 
it's only in that moment that you are really setting yourself up to win. And so when, when people ask, like, how do you keep going? Like, what are the obstacles that you've been faced with? What are the times you felt like you failed? Like, what is your secret to success? Those are the questions, typical questions that people ask in interviews. Like, people want to be inspired. People want to know your success secrets, right? And so those are questions that I'm answering over and over and over. And because I'm always answering it, I'm always, to myself, thinking about, like, what is it? I know people are going to ask me, so what is it? And so this episode is all about my opinion, my answer on why I think winners keep winning. Because winners don't have it easier than the losers. A winner's life is not any easier than a loser's, than a loser's life, right? A winner's life is, is built a little differently. It, it looks a little different. Their work ethic is set up a little different. But it's... Their experience is not any easier. Okay? And so today I want to share with you all just a couple of reasons why I believe winners' lives tend to unfold a little bit differently than the people who are uh, losing in life. And winning and losing is totally subjective. So you can fill in the blanks with what that means to you okay but for whatever your idea of success is these are five reasons why people achieve those things why they maintain those things not just attain them but actually maintain them so why winners win five reasons why number one the first reason why winners win is because they do not allow people to waste their time Another question I get all the time in interviews is like, how in the world do you have time to do this magazine, plan work, price play, host your podcast, write these books? Like, how do you have time? And when I think about it, I'm like, I don't have any more time than anybody else. Now, granted, I don't have a husband or kids yet. So I don't have, and that's usually my answer. Well, I do have time because I don't have a husband and kids. But when I think about, you know, I got single friends who don't have children, who claim they don't have time or they're not necessarily accomplishing their goals. But I don't really waste a lot of my time doing silly things. Like I don't spend a whole lot of time on the phone with people gossiping or listening to people gossip or talking about things that aren't really worth my time. I don't binge watch a bunch of shows, right? I don't do a lot of the time wasting things that people tend to do. And if I am binge watching a show, it's playing in the background while I'm doing my work, while I'm planning out my day, right? So I want you to ask yourself, what are your time wasters? What are the things that you waste time with? All of us waste time doing something. I know for me, it's shade room comments. Judge me if you want to, but hey, it's my podcast and I want to keep it real, okay? I read the shade room comments. They are hilarious. I try not to laugh at the main ones because people are just out of their minds crazy. But the funny comments, they waste my time. I know 
that I need to set a timer. Like I need to monitor myself if I end up on that shade room page because I will get lost in the sauce. You have to be aware of the things that will get you caught up. If you know that so-and-so is going to call you and whenever they do, you're going to end up wasting your time. You want to monitor the time that you allow that person to access you. Okay, so it can be phone calls. It can be TV shows. Those are things that are like typical. It can be the time at work. I was so amazed when I used to be a, te a teacher at how much time other teachers wasted just running their mouths. Like I would be in my room getting work done for the next day, for the next week, for the next month. And they would be spending hours after school planning and working and doing all of this stuff that they could have gotten done but they were busy running their mouths and gossiping or talking about the latest TV shows. How often do you waste your time? Because one thing that I know about winners is winners don't waste their time and they don't allow other people to waste their time. So that's number one. Another reason why winners win is because they surround themselves with winners. They don't surround themselves with losers. And again, winning and losing is subjective. Whatever loser means to you. For me, a loser is a person who is settling in life. A loser is, is a person who doesn't have any goals. They just wake up every day and do the same thing, whatever somebody else has told them to do. That's my definition. A loser in life is not somebody that typical, typical winners surround themselves with. And if they do, it's like a family member that they really can't help spending their time with. But even then, they limit it. So even if you feel like, and not to say, you know, let's just not even say loser, because I'm going to use my mom as an example, and my mom is definitely not a loser. But let's say people who don't always bring you the best energy right? Uh, when you're working, when you want to put out good, you have to make sure you're only taking in good. So if I know that my mom is going to call me and gossip about my cousin or my, fr her friend or, you know, her coworker, or she's going to call me with some mess. Cause that's pretty much the only person I will talk to on the phone. I don't even talk to my friends on the phone. I'm just not a phone person. So I have to use my mom as an example. She's literally the only person I will allow to waste my time on the phone. But if I know that she's going to like change my energy, if I know that she's going to call and talk about something that's not really worth my time, I am going to limit the time that I allow myself to be around that. Even if it's on the phone. So think about the people who you really spend your time with in real life, at your job, even your coworkers. You can't control who you work with, but you can control how much energy you give them. You can control how much um, you allow them to give you their energy, right? You might not be going to their cubicle, but are you allowing them to come in your space every hour on the hour? You have to be very careful with your energy exchange. When you are called to do something, you cannot spend your time with any and everyone. You cannot afford to exchange energy with any and everyone. Winners continue to win because they surround themselves with people who are where they wanna be, who are on their way to going where they're trying to get to. You know, Not people who are stuck, not people who are complacent, not people who are settling. So who's in your starting five? Like who are in the, who's in your favorite five on your phone? The people who you are constantly and consistently talking to. Who are, are the top five people that you're always texting? The top five people that you 
engage with on a daily basis, your man, your mama, your bestie. Who are those people? You wanna make sure you are being very, very careful with how you share your energy because the energy that you take in is going to have a direct reflection on what you put out, what you produce. So three people you wanna make sure you are surrounding yourself with. You gotta have the motivator. You gotta have the person that's gonna keep you going when you wanna quit. The person that's literally going to hype you up, okay? The person that is where you want to be. And so they're literally an example of the things that are possible if you just keep your head in the game. You gotta have the motivator. You gotta have the realist, right? The person that's gonna keep you in check. They're gonna keep you level-headed. They're gonna say, hey, I know you want to do that, but let me rein you back in. Or, hey, I know you want to comment on, I know you want to clap back, but let me pull you back over here. Or, hey, I know you want to do all of these things, but maybe you should focus on these two things. So you got to have the motivator. You got to have the realist. And then you got to have the dreamer. You got to have that person that just listens and encourages your big ideas. That person who allows you to dream big. You got to have those people who are in your space exchanging and adding value to you on a consistent basis. Winners surround themselves with other winners. Winners surround themselves with people who want to see them win. The people who are mad at the idea of you winning, they're probably not winning in life because winners want to see other people win. It's only miserable people, only bitter people that want to keep you back. Only bitter people want to hold you down, right? Only people who aren't going after their dreams, those are the only people that want to keep you from going after yours. The people who are living their life on purpose, the people who are pursuing their purpose passionately, their energy is different. You'll be able to spot those people in a lineup, right? You'll be able to, to feel those people in a room. Those are the winners that you want to surround yourself with and allow yourself to exchange energy with. So number two, winners win because they surround themselves with other winners. Number three, winners win because they trust themselves more than they trust the opinions of other people. They trust themselves more than they trust the opinions of other people. You got to understand that confusion will cost you. Confusion will cost you. So the more you sit around waiting on cosigners, the more you sit around juggling the opinions of other people, the longer you are going to stay stuck, the longer you are going to find yourself sitting on the sidelines, watching everybody else play the game and wondering why you're not winning. Okay. Winners win because they get in the game and they figure it out. They get in the game. They start with the strategy that they come up with. They figure out, okay, this works, that didn't work. They pivot until they figure out what does work and then they start to win. Winners don't just jump in the game and win. You gotta practice, you gotta put in the work, but you gotta get in the game. So you have to trust yourself to get in the game and figure it out more than you are sitting on the sideline waiting on somebody else to come and coach you up, waiting on somebody else to come and tell you that you're ready, waiting on somebody else to come along and tell you that your idea is good enough. Even if the people who are closest to you, even if the people who you trust the most, even if the people who you count on the most, even if the people who you expect to encourage you the most don't, you have to know when God has gifted you with your purpose, when he has whispered that calling in your ear. 
You got to learn how to trust that. You got to learn how to use your instinct more than you trust the opinions of other people. Number four, winners win because they prepare for the win. They don't win because they say, okay, I'm a winner. You can speak it into existence, but you still got to work for it, right? You can write it in your journal all day, but you still got to work for it. You can pray to God for it all day, but you still got to put action behind that prayer. Winners win because they prepare for the win. So I want you to ask yourself, how much do you really invest in yourself? Like you say you want to be a successful blank. I want to be successful at this. But are you ready to walk that path? Are you ready to fill that position? Are you prepared for that win? Are, are you going to know what to do when God puts you in position? Are you really investing in yourself to develop yourself in whatever way? It can be a personal goal or a professional goal. Are you investing in yourself on a consistent basis in a way that shows God that you're really ready for what it is that you've been praying for. Are your actions in alignment with your goals or are you just talking about it? Because winners don't just talk about it, they prepare for it. Winners don't just pray for it, they prepare for it, okay? So number four, winners win because they prepare for the win. And last but not least, winners win because they put themselves in position to win. So many people are sitting on the sidelines because they're waiting on somebody else to put them on. They're waiting on somebody else to come along so they can ride their coattails to the top. They're waiting on somebody to come along and hire them. They're waiting on somebody to come along and tell them that they're good enough. They're waiting on somebody to come along and say, this is the right time, sis. Launch this business today. Winners understand that you got to put yourself on. Winners understand that you cannot wait on somebody to hire you. You have to hire yourself and show people what you can do. Be your own testimonial. If you're an event planner, don't wait for somebody to hire you to plan their event. Host your own event and show other people the type of work that you do. If you're a motivational speaker, don't wait for someone to hire you to come speak. Plan your own event. Do your own keynote and show people what you're capable of. Winners don't wait for somebody to put them on. Winners prepare and then they position themselves to win. So even when an obstacle comes up, even when you are thrown for a loop, even when you want to quit, even when you are mad, sad, pissed off, stressed out, overworked, and don't know how you are going to go on. You have to understand that the only thing that separates the winners in life from the losers in life is that winners keep going. That's it. We don't know any famous losers. We only know about famous winners because they kept on going. And as they kept going, they kept getting better. All right? So in order to win, you cannot waste your time or allow other people to waste your time. You have to surround yourself with people who are where you want to go or at least on their way trying to get there alongside you. You have to learn to trust yourself more than you trust the opinions of other people. You got to prepare for the win and then you got to put yourself in position to win. I hope that you are feeling empowered, encouraged, and inspired to get that ass to work. And don't forget 
to check out my girl, Sierra Payne, themommygalleria.com. See you next week. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.